Is rescuing the hostages a priority at all? I mean, Israeli news media, like Haaretz, they say it doesn't seem like it at all. And, and frankly, Jake, if my kids were being held hostage in Gaza, and as you know, there are Americans being held hostage in Gaza right now, I'd want you, be, you to send in the Navy SEALs. What, what's the conversation like in the White House about the U.S. conducting any sort of operations in order to save Americans being held hostage in Gaza? Well, the president has been very clear that he has no higher priority than getting Americans back safe, Americans who are being held hostage by Hamas. The Israelis are right bombing now. the crap out and of Gaza, and, and, Jake. I mean, it doesn't seem like saving the hostages are a priority at all right now. Well, for President Biden, they are a priority. Uh, they're the highest possible priority, and he has sent hostage experts to coordinate and consult with the Israeli government on hostage recovery efforts. He's also made sure that our diplomats are in touch with third countries in the region to explore avenues for their safe release. I have to be cautious about how much I can say about certain efforts he's undertaking because we want to protect those efforts to give us the best possible chance of getting our people home. Now, Jake, one important point when it comes to the issue of the Navy SEALs is we do not at this point have pinpoint location information for where the American hostages are. So we have to continue to refine our understanding of where they are and even, Jake, who they are, because we know there are 15 unaccounted for Americans, but we cannot confirm the precise number of American hostages being held by Hamas at this time. All we can do is to continue to work closely with the Israeli government on hostage recovery options, which we are doing, and then work through third countries to see if there are avenues for release. Those efforts are underway. Our hope is that they can produce results. We will continue to stay focused on this. It's, the, it's as high a priority as the president has. One senior political operative with Hamas floated the possibility a few days ago of a potential prisoner swap <clears throat> with the U.S. for the release of hostages. Would, would the U.S. entertain that? We have not uh, looked at, at that, that. We have not heard from them something like that. That's not something that is currently under active discussion. It has not been proposed. What we are focused on instead, as I said before, are pursuing avenues with third countries for release. I'm not going to get into the details of what that might look like, again, to protect those channels in hopes that they can bear some fruit. Uh, but I will say that President Biden has shown over the course of the past few years that he will make hard decisions to get American uh, hostages home. In this case, our focus is on working through those third country channels, and I'll leave it at that for now. So I think there are serious reasons to question how good any intelligence about what is in Gaza is. I mean, obviously, Hamas was able to carry out this horrific attack eight days ago, catching everybody completely off guard. Uh, you just said that we don't know where the hostages are in Gaza. And yet the Israelis claim, the IDF claims, that it is bombing places that it knows are Hamas uh, targets. How, how can we be sure that that's true? I mean, I, I, Hamas is a terrorist group, but don't get me wrong, but how, how do we know anything about what they're hitting, given the fact that it doesn't sound like any of the intelligence inside Gaza is particularly good. Well, Jake, Israel has known 
uh, where particular parts of Hamas's terrorist infrastructure have been located. They know, for example, where rockets are fired from, and they can go back to those locations to take out the rocket emplacements. They know from various forms of intelligence collection where certain individuals are located who are senior commanders in Hamas who are part of the bloody and barbaric attacks that took place against Israel last Saturday. So they do have information uh, to be able to go after specific targets, actionable targets, similar to the way the United States has been able to do that in other places, in other contexts. The United States has taken a very clear stand. It is a stand that we don't just take in this situation, but we've taken all along, which is that we stand for the rule of law, we stand for the law of war, we stand for the protection of civilians, and we want to make sure that innocent Palestinians who have nothing to do with Hamas can get to safe areas where they will be safe from bombardment and where they will have access to necessities like food, water, shelter, and medicine. Well, I mean, you say you stand for the rule of law. Again, Hamas is vile. What they did eight days ago, they're targeting civilians. It's horrific. But what's going on right now is not just a punishment of Hamas. More than 700 children have been reportedly killed in Gaza. And obviously, electricity, food, water supplies have been cut off by Israel to the totality of Gaza. Obviously, the blockade is not just by Israel, it's by Egypt, too. Take a listen to what Secretary Blinken said last year when Putin was targeting Ukrainian infrastructure. Heat, water, electricity for children, for the elderly, for the sick. These are President Putin's new targets. He's hitting them hard. This brutalization of Ukraine's people is barbaric. Now look, Israel is not Russia. Gaza is not Ukraine. It's a different situation. But cutting off supplies, cutting off heat, cutting off water to civilians, what's the difference? Well, first, thank you for saying that Israel is not Russia because Israel is not Russia. But Second, civilians are civilians, before, Jake. We are in civilians are civilians. Contact. Yes, absolutely they are. And they deserve, as I said before, access to water and medicine and food. And we are working actively to ensure that that happens. And I can tell you this morning, Jake, that I have been in touch with my Israeli counterparts just within the last hour uh, who report to me that they have, in fact, turned the water pipe back on in southern Gaza. That has been the subject of discussion over the course of the past few days. The United States is going to continue working with Israel, with the U.N., with Egypt, with Jordan, and with a lot of the groups on the ground to make sure that innocent Palestinians get access to those basic necessities and are protected from bombardment because they deserve that right, the right to those necessities and the right to safety and security every bit as much as Ukrainian civilians do or civilians anywhere do. And the United States hasn't made any bones about that. We're working hard on that. We're working to make sure that that is the case as this unfolds. And it's something that has been a high priority for President Biden, for Secretary Blinken and for myself. But you're not telling the Israelis to let the Palestinian hospitals have power. Our position is that uh, hospitals should be able to function. Hospitals should not be targeted. People should be able to get access to life-saving medical care. We don't qualify these statements. We don't say that there's some kind of caveat to them. These are simple, clear, declarative statements. It is our position that's consistent with the law of armed conflict, the law of war. 
It's consistent with our view as we have presented it. And I would just say, Jake, that there's a lot of reports in the fog of war about things that happen. We're not going to respond to every one of those because uh, we will seek clarity in the, the appropriate way, but we will never back off our basic principles and our basic proposition, which we have made both publicly and privately about our view about how civilians have to be protected. I haven't asked you of any of the fog of war stories. I've seen stories that blame Israel for things that later on, it turns out Hamas did them. I get it, I understand, but we have reports, and I'm sure you have them too, that hundreds of the individuals stuck in Gaza are American citizens. You know that too. There are also hundreds of uh, thousands of Americans in Israel that are trying to get out also. And the Biden administration is doing a lot to get those individuals out. 29 of the individuals killed by Hamas were American. Um, and, and there are, I think, what is it, like something like um, 40 Americans that are unaccounted for who were maybe taken prisoner by Hamas. But I want to talk to you about one Palestinian-American woman we talked to uh, named Hanin Okal. She's from New Jersey. She's got three kids, eight, two, and two months. Uh, I sent you the interview we did with her earlier in the week. She got to the border, the Rafah crossing. She can't get out. She can't get out of Gaza because the Egyptians won't open the crossing. Listen to what she told me earlier this week. We tried to contact the U.S. Embassy so many times. Unfortunately, they couldn't help us at all. I contacted them through the phone, via email. I texted and I, I called different numbers, but nobody, uh, I couldn't hear back from any. We are all here feeling abandoned that, and we're feeling that we're left alone. I don't know how many billions of dollars we give the Egyptians every year. Tell, why can't you tell President Sisi to open the border to let Americans out? We have told President Sisi to open the border to let Americans out. The situation there at the crossing is actually more complicated. The Egyptians have, in fact, agreed to allow Americans to depart to get safe passage through the Rafah crossing. The Israelis agreed to ensure that the area around there would be safe, as, at least as far as they were able to do so. The question when we tried to move a group yesterday was actually Hamas taking steps to try and stop that from happening. <sighs> but we are continuing to work this around the clock, and we are doing all that we can to make sure that American citizens who are in Gaza can get through that border crossing. Secretary Blinken, in fact, is in Egypt today meeting with the president of Egypt. This is at the top of his list to help get those American citizens out of Gaza uh, anyone uh, who is a U.S. citizen should have the right to free passage through there and then have the U.S. government facilitate their travel home. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that the biggest problem in all of this is Hamas. 